Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. I'm Sam Keir, host of Hitman for Hire, a year in the life of a franchise cricketer. For the past 12 months, I've been talking to T20 star David Visa, getting his take from behind the scenes at the IPL, the 100, and the rest of the world's biggest leagues. That's the Donnelly View system deal. There's no <laughs> ways in my mind that was up. These guys don't know how to win at this stage. He had his driver pick him up in his Bentley. People start chanting your name. You kind of have to pinch yourself. Hitman for Hire, a year in the life of a franchise cricketer. Listen now, wherever you get your podcasts. Sport Social. Not now. Hello, welcome. It is the Daily Live, joined by Jack Mandu in the studio. Jack, of course, it's a normal name, but we, we give them all sorts. We've we? all got nicknames, oh, haven't we? Oh, I'm bad to your man, apparently. I mean, that's mm. from Ned. No one's ever called me and ever will, but that, but Ned does. That's what he knows you as. Yeah, that's, well, he doesn't know me as. He just gives me, he goes, you should be called this. You should be Badger, man. Sounds like a crap superhero. It's rubbish, man. Yeah. I mean, it would be me, it would be crap superhero. Uh, Jack, um, since you were last with us, Evan have brought in Jack Harrison. Good signing, yeah. Yeah, you're happy? Yeah, I think it's a smart bit of business, especially on a loan as well. I think he's a marginal upgrade on Damari Gray. If you look at his... Uh, marginal? Yeah, um, I think, you know, from what I can tell about him, from what I've heard from Leeds fans, he can be a bit inconsistent, can mm. go missing for games, and Damari Gray sort of the same, does of those peaks of ability, but we don't see them very often. I think with Harrison, you get them a little bit more often. Mm. Looking at his goals as well, he was about one in five in, mm. in the Premier League over the course of the three years, and two of them were in a Leeds team that was fighting relegation for two seasons. Obviously, first year, he did all right. Mm. Last two, not so much. So, any player who can add those sort of goals to Everton is potentially a good upgrade, isn't he? Yeah. Especially on a loan as well, with Gray hopefully going out, it's sort of cash income and getting a better player without a fee up front. So that yeah. I think it's smart business from Everton that, you know, there's apparently nearly not going to happen and then it was, it was panic stations mm-hmm. for about half an hour. But <laughs> I'm, I'm glad we got that done. I think he's a good addition. Yeah, I'm I'm very happy with it, mate, to be honest. He's someone who, you know, I've been saying will shine for Everton all summer. And he did. And it's the fact that he's got 21 Premier League goals in three seasons, which is, and you know, last season being his worst season, ironically. But um, I think he, I, I get the the inconsistency. What I mean, what I take from that, having spoken to a couple of Leeds fans myself, is like having really good games. But the one thing he did say was he works his bollocks off. And that's what, always good addition. That's the thing for Sean Dykes. That's what, and it was why I did highlight him and was like, He's almost a perfect Dykes player. He'll run up and down. We can't say that about Damari Gray. Damari Gray's more had moments where he's dropped the shoulder and popped one in brilliant. And we've had a couple of really good moments with Damari Gray, haven't we? Yeah, uh, you know, not Arsenal, City. Now, Damari Gray, I've said it before, has sometimes looked like he's got Champion League ability and Championship decision making because he he can be so high and yet other games. He slows the game down or whatever, but he, but regardless of that, he's on his way anyway, isn't he? And I think we know, we all know that. So I think Harrison's a solid sign, and he's not one that um, 
you know, everyone's going to be fashionistas or whatever are going to be like pairing over. But I think, like you said, a good solid sign, and I think he'll get goals, gets a sit, gets a lot of assists every season. Um, and hopefully he's about to enter his best period of his career because he's he's in peak now, isn't he? Twenty six, coming into twenty seven. So I think it's a sensible move for Everton, and if he does really well. Then Everton will make it permanent, won't he? And yeah, one thing definitely. we haven't mentioned as well, he's comfortable on both flanks, and that's always a good thing to have a bit of, um, I was going to say diversity, but that's not the word I'm looking for. Um, you know what I mean. He can play a few positions. Versatile. Versatile, that's the one. Versatility yeah. you were looking for. It's been a long week. Yeah. yeah. Versatility you were looking for, man. But yeah, I think you know that's always good to have, especially yeah. when you're not blessed with loads of attacking options at the moment. You've maybe got a couple going out. You've got one with an injury. It's good to have, isn't it? And can't hurt. I don't. I just think it's a. I think it's a sensible signing for Everton. And yeah, I think it's. It. A, I that's think it's a good signing as well. I do. I really do. I think. I I think people will, people may underplay it, but that's good because you can come in and get on with his job, uh, and it gives Everton that. That bit of versatility of, you know, your wide players, Arna, Dan Juma, Dwight McNeil. You've also got, uh, you're going to have Jack Harrison. Where are you? Before we get on, I know Patson Dacher is on the thumbnail. We will. We're going to, we're about to discuss Patson. But where are you with Wilfred Nonto right now? Whatever. What do you think? Wilfred Nonto, I'd like to see us bring him in. You know, it's always good to make those type of signings, those young players who, you know, even if they don't work out, their value will mostly retain. So even if the signing flops, it won't be hassle getting rid of him. You won't make a massive loss. Seen last year, he's a good player. There's good ability there. Another one who, you know, can play both flanks. He's obviously got his preferred side, but he's also a young player. You can still mould him into sort of what you want him to be. Mm. I'd really like us to bring him in, but... He's not the type of player that's worth gambling the whole transfer window on. You know, you and John were just talking and saying Everton seemed to struggle getting multiple things done at once. It sort of seems to be all attention on one thing at a time. And while Nonto would be a great addition, if we're not getting anywhere with him, maybe we do need to start looking elsewhere. But then that depends on who you believe the leads really against selling completely or do they just have a price? Yeah, I mean, my thing with that is... Um, at some stage we're going to get to a point where Everton are going to have to make a decision about moving on if, if they're not getting where you know where, where Leeds wants as in Le- done that's the transfer show on Sky Sports News this morning and it was like yeah are you you know Wilfred Nonso Leeds aren't selling them so like are you gutted to miss out and I was like I wouldn't say we've missed out yet because transfers as we've seen with people like Casido, it, it, it all is what Lavia, you know, things where it swings all the time, doesn't it? And ones that look like they're not going to happen, then all of a sudden happen. We've seen um, James Ward Prowse and West Ham. West Ham have walked away, it's over. They've moved on to new targets, and a week later, he signs for West Ham. So that will go on, but the, with two weeks to go, or 15 days to go, because it's 1st of September, isn't it? The window shuts. Everton are going to, in my opinion, should have a cut-off where they go, right, if this isn't concluded by, I'm just making this up, Monday, then we need to move on and, and look for our whoever the next target may be in that area. I know they've been linked with um, Bakayoko, who Liverpool have apparently been linked with today, but that doesn't make any sense. Um, if it's going to be him, move on to him, or if it's going to be Suleimana, move on to him, whatever, because 
Nonsos highly rated. He's got that one v one. He's got that explosiveness. He looks like a player Evertonians would really love. But we can't sit here in case we get to deadline day and Willie Woney. We've seen that too many times, yeah. Yeah, and it's not a case of oh, we'd like to bring him in. We don't need him or a player who plays his position. He's just a player we'd like to sign, and we're happy waiting six months if we mm. have to. No, we we need a player who plays that position, whether that's Nonto or someone else. Hopefully, it is Nonto. I'd mm. like him to come in. But this isn't just sort of a, a luxury signing that we're making where we've got the money to and going, ah, oh, we might as well. And you know, if we don't get him now, it doesn't matter. We can mm-hmm. go back in, in six months. We need him or someone. Yeah. And like you say, that does need to be sorted. And if come the start of next week, we still don't have any indication from Leeds this deal's going to be done or is nearly done, we do maybe need to move on. And hopefully the other targets that we're looking at are the likes of Bakayoko, you know, similar ability players, similar style of players mm. as well. So that shows that we have got a plan for how we want to move forward. And, mm. you know, if we can get a young player as well, that's always good. Like I say, the value retains, hopefully increases, or they can just be a part of the team for the next 10 years. So, yeah, Nonto right now is sort of the ideal signing, but we can't get too hung up on it. No. Absolutely. Uh, moving on then to a position which Everton absolutely need. Um, hit the like button and subscribe, by the way. Thank you. Uh, lots of people saying hit the smash the like button. I say it every day. You can gently touch the like button. Yeah, don't don't smash it. I um, broke my laptop screen the other day. So smashing the like, yeah, the smashing like button. the Toffee TV like button. It's not good but that you've broken. No, so got to get that replaced now. So yeah. don't, don't smash it. It's not a nice place to be in, but definitely gently press it. Yeah, like, I, I'd say so, Jack. Yeah. Um, Pats and Dacher. Everton obviously need a centre forward. If if we ever needed evidence that we needed a centre forward, it was at Goodison Park on Saturday. Um, you know, but again, without going too much on Neil Mopai, he had good opportunities. Neil Mopai had a higher XG himself than eight other Premier League clubs in the game in the games over the weekend. So and we couldn't score. And it wasn't just him, Nathan Patterson's Mr. Gilted's chance, you know. Decore. Decore, absolute sitter, just roll it square for James Garner. Tarkovsky in the last few minutes, free header at the back post, heads it wide. Others passed up opportunities. But we need someone there to take them. And obviously Dom's working his way back, 90 minutes done the other day against United behind closed doors. But Everton have wanted the centre forward all summer, another one on top of Chimiti, and, and because I think the feeling is Mopai will go out. So, where are you with Pats and Dacher? Beto's been mentioned as well at Udinese, but where are you with Dacher? Because there's rumours today, I don't know how true they are, that Monaco have opened talks with Leicester over him. So, where are you on that one? It is not my preferred signing, but I do think I prefer him to Ayanacho, to be honest. I think Dacher, when he played in Austria with uh, Salzburg, you know, he was good. He's a very, very highly rated player. It's yeah. not worked for him at Leicester. It doesn't mm. necessarily make him a bad player. You know, mm. Jamie Vardy was there, striker anyway, and I Nacho was kicking about. Mm. So, you know, he wasn't walking into a guaranteed opportunity anyway. He should have done better there regardless. Yeah, yeah. But you can look at a player like Patson Dacher and notice his strengths and notice what he might bring to this team. He's not going to be a 10 plus goal a season striker most likely he probably will never be but what he can do is he can finish some of those chances we had at the weekend and mm. you know if he can finish the season with five to eight goals that is an upgrade on what we have in Malpe you know it depends on what you're looking for bringing in a striker are you gambling on Dominic Calvert-Lewin playing more than 20 games this season and being fifth for them 
I don't think we you, can though, Jack. No, can we? Because you can't, but there's that no what evidence. The, That's yeah. what we want. We want Dom fit every week. Because the club's opinion, though, with this long rehab program, they've had him on, and you know they're not taking risks from. They don't want to rush him back. He could have played that Saturday, but they chose not to. They went, no, we're mm. going to give him the extra time. We're going to wait till he's properly back. So they might have some sort of inkling that, oh, hey, maybe it is behind. And personally, I wouldn't gamble on that. And that's mm. why someone like Patson Dacharu is just a stopgap. He is there to play when Calvert-Lewin mm. isn't fit. That's why I'd look elsewhere. But then you're probably paying more money and you're probably taking a bigger risk as well. And it is someone like Beto off the continent who, mm. you know, is what sort of Patson Dacher was a few years ago, an unproven younger striker who, you know, could mm. do very well, but you are taking that risk, honestly. He's different as well, player. Beto, isn't he? He's, oh, he's yeah. back to goal, he's, he's a bit awkward. I know, I didn't three. mean similar in No, no, I know style, what you mean. He's never done it in the Premier assessment, League. Yeah. So you look at Dacher, 54 goals in 82 games for Salzburg. He's got the finishing ability. It hasn't worked at Leicester, you're absolutely right. Nine in 53, it's, it's poor. But the potential is there, I think. And I think, you know, 12 and 35 for Zambia. Um, I think overall for Leicester, 15 and 74. Um, we've got our striker at the moment that's got one in 29. So he would be an upgrade. And he's fast. He is the different, we talked about this yesterday, he's a different profile than Neil Mopai. Mopai very much a link type player, really, than a centre forward. Different profile and Beto and Don. So if you're going for pace on the counter-attack, that is who you want. But Everton don't seem convinced by him, otherwise they'd have made the move. I think some like him in the recruitment team and maybe they're not all absolutely sold on him because he is a little bit different to what to Don. But he is six foot, which which means he's another up, you know, one up again on Mopai. Yeah, there was just having a quick uh, flick through his stats then before we came on. I didn't have an in-depth look, but I don't mm. think his aerial stats showed up brilliantly. No, no, he's not, he's not look, one of them, yeah. At least he's got that physical profile, at least. Oh, and quick. the fact that he might not even win the headers, but his height alone will make defenders have to commit Deal to defending it, yeah. against them, and then maybe you've got the, the second ball yeah. or whatever, but... Yeah, he's obviously on the list, isn't he, of strikers mm. Everton are looking at. He's probably towards the bottom mm, of the list of realistic way. names that they're looking at, and he's the sort of, you know, break glass in terms of emergency option. If it's two days before the deadline and there's no movement on a Beto or someone else, one of these more, I suppose you could say, exciting targets, we can go in for Dakar. They probably have a rough idea of what he would cost, and it's probably affordable as well. Mm. I think, yeah, you see, the only, my only fear with that is... Again, the waiting. You're waiting now. Monaco might get this wrapped up in a couple of days, and Everton might be going. I'm unsure, and who else is around? And you, you know, if you were gonna, if you were looking for someone, but they weren't looking for anyone to take a gamble with, they because they took Acor Adams for four million, four and a half million quid. He got two on his debut for Montpellier the other day. You'd have took him for four and a half million, but the look, they're obviously looking for someone who they think is a bit more of a sure thing. So Chimiti will be allowed to develop. Right move. You want him to develop. You've got Dom there. Who knows? In a in a a positive world, Dominic Calvert Lewin gets fit and stays fit. And is doesn't have to play every week. But if you've got three strikers on that bench, sorry, three strikers in that squad, two of which will be sub, then that's great. It means you can use Dom as and when. And if Dom can build his confidence in his body back up, which is a huge thing, fire up some different neurological pathways so he doesn't worry about his body 
and and can get on the end of things, then he can make a big difference. Yeah, I think. But that's all ifs, buts, and maybe. Yeah, isn't it? the type of striker you're getting with Dakar is that sort of second choice. Calvert Lewin's fit and ready to play. Dacho won't. Yeah. Calvert Lewin will. Mm. And some of the other strikers we've looked at, you know, Bill Altore with the money it would have took to cost him, you sort of look on us mm. like you've got to be first team anyway. He doesn't have to play every game. Yeah. You yeah. know, if he has a poor couple, Calvert Lewin can come in, but he sort of was, you know, a first team signing, wasn't mm. he? Whereas Dacho can go on the bench for a couple of games, you know, a different profile, obviously, and I would consider him an upgrade. But what Maupay was last summer, he wasn't brought in with the intention of playing 30 games necessarily. It was mm. Calvert-Lewin, if you're not available, we've got Malpe. But obviously he didn't even hit the required ability of a yeah. second-choice striker, but so what's we're mad, going again. What's mad, Jack, is it is that it's not even necessarily Neil Malpe's goals. I mean, it is, because that's a huge issue. But what I mean for that is it's a totally different approach when he's in the team. So... For arguments, like on Saturday, if you were looking at that game in isolation, you'd say, right, he got himself into good positions. Okay, he's missed some sitters. On another day, he gets two. And Everton win the game. He looked a lot fitter Saturday, I'll give him that. His movement was better. But he still hangs around closer to the halfway line than he does the edge of the box. We'd done um, the numbers game yesterday on, on Premier with Patrick. And we'd done the, the average player positions. And he's, he's, fair, he's deeper than Decore. And it's like, you know, you're our centre forward. You have to be pinning people back. That in a the way Sean Dyke's team plays and the way the way I think most centre forwards should play is you pin the centre backs back. You're on the edge of the box to stretch the game. Right? If you if you are a team like what Liverpool used to be with Firmino in, so your number nine drops into the pockets and your wingers come in from the angles and the fast and they can finish, then okay, Maupai maybe. And Brighton, to be honest, Brighton used them like that. They're wide players, Trossard and people like that. You know, Solly That's why Martin. he did all right for them, wasn't it? Exactly. But A, they make about a million more chances than Everton. Um, and B, like I said, those wide players were able to come in and score. City have done it, but they don't do it as much now with Haaland because he is the one who pins back. But those teams who do have wide forwards who can get goals... That your centre forward dropping into a pocket and dragging someone with them to free space is fine. But we don't do that. We've got Alex Awobi on Saturday, who's not a prolific goal scorer in any universe. And we've got James Garner, who wasn't even playing where he should have been. He was playing, trying to play right back. So we were again lopsided. Where if, if we've got a centre forward who's like, no, actually, I'm hanging around the goal. Because I want to score goals, not I want to go and get involved. And that's not me having a go at Mopai, it's just that different type of player. It, it's just the style, isn't it? Exactly. So, if, and, but then at times, Everton still would knock it and give it to Jordan Pickford, and he'd still bang it up towards Mopai. And it, they had, you know, Dioff and um, Tim Ream, who's not great. You know, if we'd have had a, a mobile centre forward, like a quick centre forward, either either Vec him up all day, wouldn't he? Because he's not quick. Yeah, but when they've got no one on the chest as well, and it's mm. just a free header for yeah, them, exactly. going to have an easy time. So again, it to me that that didn't make sense last summer, and and right now it doesn't make sense if Everton don't go and bring in at least someone who, like you said before, is physically big, so that those centre backs do have to think. Well, he might win the header, you know, and 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 someone like Dacher does want to play on the shoulder. He does want to stretch the pitch because think about it this way. 
and I'm sure you do, if you've got a centre forward who's coming back into midfield, then you put, you're bunching the whole play up. The pitch is bunched up. Their two centre backs can play with the slippers on because they'll just eat up everything here. Whereas if you've got a lad that wants to go that way on the shoulder of the defenders, the pitch is, is bigger. It just immediately it stretches the game and they have to defend deeper. They can defend quite high with Malpai because A, he's not there and B, he's not going to run them. So that, that might Athletically, be... Athletically, he's got nothing on them, has he, some? So that, again, I used this with Peds yesterday, but I think if you... Well, in the Premier League as a centre-forward, you've got to have one thing you are, you know, you are good at. Beto, I'm not saying he's good enough for the Premier League because we don't know. But what he is, he's a big unit. He's, he's six foot three or four, he backs in, he's awkward, arms and that. So he's a handful, you, you have to deal with him. Dak has got that pace, might be able to do the other stuff as good. Dom's great in the air and, and a great hold-up play. So they've got different options there, whereas... Fortunately for Mopai, he hasn't got any of those X factors and he doesn't stay in the box. He's not even a penalty box finisher. In Iaccio, can't he's not great at keeping the the ball, can travel with it, but he's a finisher inside the box. So you go, right, well, let's get him on the ball in the penalty area. Yeah, well, you bang on the money, really. I had a similar conversation with it, my dad the other day. It's, you know, if you're a player who, say, for example, you're fast, you're a fast striker, you might not be that good at football mm. overall, but if you've got a good turn of pace, you'll always have that. At always. least you'll always be a threat in those situations. Mm. And, yeah, you know, for for a club who's trying to do big things and at the top end of the table, they need more than just that. Yeah. And that's why those players don't play for those clubs. They need mm. more complete players, but... For a team like Everton who are massively lacking goals and, you know, we're, we're looking at anything, we're looking at everyone thinking, what can they add something to this team that we don't have, that mm. we could use more of, yeah. and that could get us a handful of goals. Pats and Dacher, like you say, has that bit of pace, mm. which could help him get between five and ten goals yeah. next season, or this season, sorry, which would be an upgrade on Mel Papers. He's not even necessarily that much of a better footballer, but he has specific strengths that just make him such a better fit for this team. Yeah. Yeah, totally agree, mate. Let's hope, let's hope we do something because we are crying out for a centre forward. Absolutely crying out for it, and we can't just go. Oh, well, you know what? Dom looks all right. Dom's fit again. Well, we'll go with Dom, Chimiti, and, and Maupai because Chimiti could turn out to be brilliant. Chimiti could get eight goals or something this season, and we're all like, "Oh my god, this kid!" But we won't want to put any pressure on the lad. Let him bed in. He's in a new country. He's nineteen. He's hardly played, and Maupai's got no record and Saturday just shot everyone's confidence in the fact that he, it's going to work and the lad will probably move and score goals sometimes you'd have it with these clubs where the, I imagine the goal is that big now to Mopai when he gets it with Neverton kit on if he moves to a new start and all that he might get himself a penalty or get on the end of something and all of a sudden his confidence is back he does look we desperate know. for a goal doesn't he because does there was a chance set. he had on Saturday where he took a bit of a heavy touch and then went to catch it on the half volley straight after and the chance was gone yeah, at yeah, that point yeah. and the smart thing was to lay it off to I think it was it. I think it was Decore mm. and he, he shot and he did Safe nothing with it all, yeah. and he, you can just see he's desperate to score because mm. he hasn't for a year mm. but he's just not playing in a team where that suits him where he's yeah. playing to his strengths and you know that he takes a lot of responsibility as well because he's had plenty of chances which he should have scored but yeah. you can see it in his face and his body language that he is desperate for a goal and his confidence right now at Everton's just shot a bit through his own fault and just through not suiting the club or the team yeah it's frustrating isn't it it's absolutely frustrating but um, 
we'll see we'll see what happens there just having a look through some of the comments um Liam says in regards to Nonto time to walk away from this Nonto deal use whatever funds we have uh, on a striker Leeds aren't playing ball we can't afford to wait um, Graham Rogers says hi lads just watched inside the game with Paul Machen you've made an interview with a red good viewing so you must be doing something right uh, cheers Graham check that out on our more than the game channel the inside the game episode with Paul Machen very good very good Um Liam says, sooner this deadline day passes, the better. I'm sick of it all now. It is depressing, isn't it? It is the thing of like, but every, you know what, mate? Everyone is feeling like this. But what you've got to remember is that the way it's being created, everyone wants more players, don't they? Chelsea have signed about a million players and they still apparently want another two after Alicia. So, oh, is he? Is it Lise turning them down? Interesting. So it'll be interesting now to see who they go and get because they won't just accept that, will they? Nonto, yeah. So clubs all want Liverpool have got Endo, haven't they? Or they've gone after them and they're looking at others. Clubs are making grabs for everyone. While the window's still ongoing, you've got the hope that your club can make a grab. If it's shut right now, would we be happy with the business? I actually think Everton have signed four good players. But would I be happy with our business? No, because we haven't got the centre forward. And we evidently still want a wide forward who's quick. And we haven't got that either. So you couldn't be happy with that. Even though the four lads who've come in have all got ability. And you go, they're actually good players then we've signed. It's just not enough, is it? It's not enough for what we need. You can bring in four good players, but at the start of this window, the feeling was, okay, we need need six good players. Mm -hmm. And a few rotation options as well. Absolutely, mate. Absolutely. Um here Gary Waters hello Glenn says uh, what's your walk away price on both Dacher and Nonto Nonto if it's going to be over 30 million but the thing is it how much of it's up for us as well I know well, what are you comfortable again it's a stupid it might be a stupid question but what are you comfortable with paying if Everton pay, if Everton said He's 35 million, but we really want him. Then you look and go, he's got to go some to get more than 35 million if we want to sell him. Do you know what I mean? It, it's cutting down, but that, but someone then could turn around to me and go, yeah, but he'll come in for three years and be brilliant. And therefore, he's really key to your team. Would you, t- do you know what I mean? Yeah. And you sell him for, say, 40 million. So you might look and go, yeah, but we've only made 5 million profit. But then the de- the devil's advocate pick could go, yeah. But for three years he's been brilliant. Good you've had three good years and he's done brilliantly, and you've made a profit. I mean, what do you say? Yeah, on? I think anything much over thirty million, and I'd start to feel like, okay, we're maybe not getting a good valuation here. We're paying a bit more than what we're gonna get from mm. this player. So he got a couple of goals for Leeds last season. Obviously, he was a kid yeah. in a new country and everything like that. You'd expect them to do better on that. Mm. 11 caps for Italy as well. Yeah, he's highly rated, isn't he? At least set up, isn't mm. he? Uh, yeah, I think anything much over 30 million, you're looking at, okay, this is a sign and where we could make a bit of significant loss if he doesn't work. You know, mm. in the region of 20 to 25, even if he doesn't work at Everton, we'd get close to that. Mm. If he went, so no, it's not what it's all about. You can't just do every transfer on, like, oh, well, you know, if it doesn't work, he's all right, because that's just a very low risk way to do business. But. Mm. Yeah, I think thirty five million for me would be the point away. where we'd be paying too much for him and we can maybe get a 
similar ability player for a lot less. Absolutely. And what about Dacher? How much would you be comfortable paying for Pats and Dacher? I'm not really sure what fees have been caught. 15 has 15. been mentioned, but yeah. I don't know how true that is. That was just something that was thrown around. Yeah, I'd be comfortable paying up to 15 for him. I think if mm. we pay 20 million for a player who's got, what, nine and 50? Nine goals and 50, and yeah. over that, I think we've been fleeced. Okay. Uh, Matt Gibson says, afternoon all. On this transfer dance with Leeds, I think the focus is all wrong. We need a centre-forward far more than we need Nontro or any other winger. Wasting limited funds while ignoring the priority gaping hole is madness. Keep up the sensational work. Thank you, Matt. Um, yeah, listen, I think Everton I think Everton want both. And I think Everton quite clearly have got the funds to get both. It mightn't be as much funds as a lot of other clubs, but it's, there's certainly funds there to, to get two players in. Damari Gray will go out. Mason Holgate, I think, will go out. Andre Gomez will go out. Um and who knows? Who knows what else? You know, Alex Awobi keep talking about him, but he's only got ten months left on a deal. And what a do Everton do? Needs to be made, doesn't it? What do we do? So I don't know. Um, Georgie, yeah, we've we've already discussed that, haven't we, mate? I don't, I don't. When would you pull the, the plug on it? Uh, D says no, 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 no. There's no limits, but obviously with the GNO in Nonsom. Um. Mick says we should have just paid the money for Xocares. I, I, no, I wasn't impressed with him at Goodison at all the other week. And no one wanted to pay the money for Xocares, did he? That's why he's gone to sport. Yeah, it was a lot of money for a championship player. 25 years of age. It, people fell in love with that transfer idea a bit, didn't they? Because he, well, think, he had a good yeah, season, yeah, but yeah. there are others out there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. Full, Dr. Full Canelli says Daka will bring something to our top flight status attempts. He's young, fast, physical, and he's six foot tall. He's not a batter and ramp, but he's physical. He can and will offer a greater threat than what we have. Score goals in European competition as well. I prefer him to Iniatio. Um However, it's starting to look like we're deliberately chasing targets we can't get just to say, oh, well, we tried. Wouldn't be very beneficial to the club doing that, though. No, I'm not. I'm not convinced on that. I get it, and I understand why you're saying it. And I see the real, you know, the people that have got um, those conspiracy theories everywhere saying it. But and I understand where they come from because evidence has shown you things. But I don't think that's what's happening. I think Everton just wouldn't be chasing anyone. Really, I think they'd be trying to convince us Dom's all right. Yeah, they've had no shame doing that in the past, yeah, have we? Yeah. Just not chasing anyone. If so, it's I, get, on the I get your point. But I if, get not trusting this board. like no, trusting, Not trusting the club. but Trust the recruitment team as well. They're all in it together, aren't they? The thing for me is, when you're... It, 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 me and Ped had a discussion about this yesterday. If you've got a list of targets and you've done the, the homework on them and they're the ones you want, like... Is it stupid to just continue to chase those targets? Or is that actually sensible because you're following a plan? You've done all the work, you know all the data, you think they'll fit in with you? I think it's the right thing to chase those targets, but the key word there is targets, isn't it? Not mm. target. And have a list of these yeah. players and you know work your way down if one's not looking likely and you've got a feeling it's not going to happen you know don't forget these clubs talk to each other they speak to agents they have an idea of how likely everything is before it's finalized so Mm. 
Yeah, I understand, you know, having a list of, you know, five striker options that you're going to pursue, but it's about knowing when to move on and go for the next one if one's not going to work, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Adam says, uh, how much did he say too much for Nonso? If it rises to 30, we'd be paying add-ons. But I find it hard to believe we could find anyone with similar qualities cheaper than 30. Well, he was 4 million a year ago, so they are out there. Um there's, there's other players, isn't it? Gift Orban apparently is around 20, 20 million. He's got 41 goals in 48 games. Um, Neumar, is he really going to be 30 million? He's a he's a gamble. He is, of course, but he's probably cheaper. Bakayoko is probably, well, he is cheaper than that, isn't he? They're saying 20 million euros for him. So there are players out there. Nonto, Everton have obviously have wanted them all summer. And that's what I'm saying. If they believe that he's the one they want and he'll he'll give us something we haven't got and all that, then that's where when do they walk away? That's what it that's what it comes down to, really. Um yeah. Jack says afternoon. Hope you're well. Has there been any news on how Dom reacted to getting ninety minutes on Tuesday? Also, do you think the centre back issue is being overlooked a bit by the club? I think it can be a downfall for us this season if we don't look too hard there. You can't get rid of the two ahead of Keane and have him as a starter. Six years he's been here, and from day one he's not been the answer. Yeah, I think that's an interesting point, really. I think if we didn't need so much else, that would be getting spoken about a lot more, wouldn't it, the centre-back situation? I think mm. Bramthwaite makes it a little bit more complicated for them, because I don't mm. think they'd want to make a player who could potentially go for 20 million fourth choice but then do they even want to play him in the first place it's mm. it it's an interesting one and you know ideally it would be addressed it's just we need so much more first and yeah. we're running out of time to do that i think the thing with the sense of opposition is the everton have got four there right now whether people believe them four are good enough is, is a different thing the manager and the, the recruitment team and the coaching staff see them every day and we'll make that decision ultimately and they'll also look and go well Coleman can play centre-back and so can Michalenko if you were like really pushed do you know what I mean I'm not saying that's ideal because it isn't but that might be how they look at it right now centre-back option might become a thing on deadline day with clubs <coughs> who've got too many you know you're looking around going well, what's oh they've got him he's not getting in you know Harry Maguire I'm not saying Harry Maguire but I just mean someone like him where United are like, listen, get him out the door today. He won't go anywhere, see if we can get him out the door. Or Stavis and Sanchez still at Spurs. I think so, yeah. yeah so some, Rob you know, Holden and people Arsenal, like those where yeah. you go, where those clubs might be like, we, you know, we've got an excess centre-back here and you need one, or a European, you know, an international loan. Um, clubs have them. They're the ones I think Everton will be looking at then. And then you've got Jared Brantway to look after. You know, Evertonians, I imagine, will be fuming if Everton just sell Brantway. Now, Liverpool are interested in him. United want him. If Everton just went, yeah, we'll, we'll sell them for 20 million. I think a lot of our fans would be fuming. So what do you do with him then? You, you, you can't, he's not going to sit on the bench all season for Everton when he's played a full season in the in PSV's first team. It's just not happening. So the manager, and the manager was... I think he spoke to the Echo after the press conference about Brantway because he was asked about him and he was like, doing great. 
well, I impressed with him. He's just got to get his fit because he come back training late. That's the thing. But just trying it? to drag him up to fitness, and then uh, he seemed to be indicating then he'd go in with Tarkovsky. I don't know, but I think in the grand scheme of things, right now the goals will be what undoes Everton. You know, people went on about Connor Cody and was like, "Nah, he's not good enough," and all that. Well, he played most of the season last season, so if you're saying he's not good enough, he moved on. Mina only, I love Yerry Mina, but he only played really the last few games. He had the odd game here and there. So Keane played a lot of the season. Tarkovsky played all of the season. The thing what undone Everton last season was not being able to score a goal. That's why it's the priority, mm-hmm. isn't it? So I get it. I'm not saying we, we shouldn't get a centre-back, but who do you get and what do you do with Yara Brantwaite? And the other side of that is one of the existing four probably has to go first as well. Mason Quite possibly. Quite possibly. Yeah, Holgate's goal is five with Holgate, isn't it? Yeah. We've got the five, we've got five centre backs still at the club now. Mason will go. So that one I think is on the back, but I think that one is earmark for a loan on around deadline day. I think that might be wrong. Kevin might sign a centre back tomorrow, but to me it feels like that's kind of one of them over there and we'll do that on deadline day because we'll get options that aren't there now and we can save a bit of money or whatever um, Kev says I'm fine leaving non-total deadline day at this point focus on a striker if it happens then great if not get someone like Diallo on loan that said I don't get what Leeds are doing they haven't made any real money this summer and want to invest have a solid 20 million sale on their hands with non-total yeah I don't know I honestly don't know. If you're the manager, you want them out the club. Yeah, especially, you? you know, if he's refusing to travel and play in that. And, you know, they could probably do with the cash influx to bring in a few of the new manager's players. You just want to get them out, wouldn't you? Yeah. But then is it they don't want to seem like pushovers as well. You know, he's gone on strike. They don't want to send that message that we'll give these players what they want, but we we don't mm-hmm. want them either. And, you know, oh, oh, we're selling them, but it's not because you want us to sell, yeah, like, well, that, we're getting rid of you. Yeah, like, well, they've kind like of done that, haven't they? They've gone, we won't be told, he's, he's not for sale, he's this, he's that. And what they've done by that is they've got their Leeds fans right behind them. He's refused to train, he's training on his own, he's not with the group, he's this, he's that. That's all... That's good from a club perspective. It's good PR to go, look, we're trying to deal with this. It's him, it's not us. And once that, it's him, it's not us, the vibe has started. And a lot of Leeds fans, people who've messaged us as well, have, have basically gone, he's done for us. He's done. There's no, that's out of order. The fans are saying, don't come back, weren't they? Yeah, exactly. So for the Leeds now, for Daniel Fark, the lad the fella's got, Sinistera refusing to play, Nonto refusing to play. And uh, held the Costa refusing to play. So three forward players who would help him. He's got Crescencio Somerville out for weeks. So for him, he's trying to get on with the job. He's in a new new into the club. He's trying to get on with the rebuild for Leeds. Get Nonto out the door. Get the money in and, and move on from there. Again, I've said it before. It's easy for us to say, but that's what you would look at. We did it with the, with Anthony Gordon the minute he was refusing to train. He was gone. It was yeah. off your goal, mate. And it could be a situation for Leeds where it is a good deal for all parties with the context of Nonto's current situation at Leeds. He's not going to be playing. Yeah. They play West Brom at home tomorrow night and that'll be a tough game. So if he refuses to be in that squad, I don't know whether he is, but if he refuses again, then what is the point in keeping him? Get rid of him and then come out and you can slate him or whatever, then can't you? And go, it was him. Uh, Dexy says, was he a front of the queue guy? I'm not so sure with some of the stories and names that are being banned about. 
This is Dakar, I think he means. Uh, myself, I think Beto was the real front runner. I want Nonto, but we can't be held to ransom. Uh, Mick says, if Dakar's so good, why aren't other teams in for him? Yeah, it's a fair comment. The exact same one I said to you, didn't I, about Jokeres? No one else was in for him. Is he that good? But then sometimes players don't meet the needs of other teams. We we just need somebody. Uh, Fred Poole says, I'm okay with us missing out on Dakar. My buddy who's a Leicester fan rates Iacho as more of a goal scorer. Yeah. He's had prolific spells for the Maya Nacho, at mm. least as an East going back a couple of years. He's seasons. a good finisher. Well, you know, but again, why aren't other teams taking him? So Everton Viking says not all that fussed about Dakar personally. I think he's essentially flopped so far. But I do worry we're following a familiar trend of in terms of the last few windows regarding the striker, the striker search. Just over two weeks left and nothing really anything concrete. Uh, Matthew Barry says afternoon and so you were hello, Matt. Uh, time to move on from Nonto and firm up and interest elsewhere in the likes of Suleiman or Bakayoko or maybe uh, Nonny Maduk at Chelsea, as he's not likely to get many minutes. It's coming to that point now, isn't it, Matt, where it's make the decision and, and go with it. Um, oh, God. Paul says, give me some good news, boys. Come back two hours ago after putting my dog to sleep. Oh. Wonderful dog, Otto. Paul, did it. awful news, that, mate. Um there's, there's nothing right now, but we'll see. We'll see. Um, Steve says, I don't think we're missing out. I just don't think he suits us at all. He's the polar opposite to Calvert-Lewin. We're all repeatedly saying last season that Mo... Yeah, but like we said before, he's quick though, isn't he? So if he isn't exactly what you want, he's got to have that other thing. He's got to have that X, whatever it is, that ingredient, that makes him still an option for you. Um, so, yeah, it's difficult, isn't it? Stuart says, afternoon, Baz, afternoon, Jack. Um, he says, I'm ashamed to admit I've been conditioned by bloody sky and literally sit in front of the TV on transfer deadline day. My head says, get the players in quick, but the excitement of chasing players late on is thrilling. Poor Gail avoids me as if I've had the plague. Yeah, you need therapy to get out of that. Um, Mark said, where are we? No, it was all right, Mark. I got it. I got halfway through. Ped was listening to you, mate. I got halfway through and then I was there. We could hear what you said then. Great call. Give us another one next week. Um, Steve wants us to be looking at Samuel Lilling Jr. In case we can't get Nonso. Kid that Juventus. Um, Tom Blue says, lads, you should be uploading short clips of the MTAG podcast to TikTok. It elevate the channel. I think he means make it make a TikTok for that and get people to follow it. There you go, Ned. Yeah. But if people aren't going across, they don't do the. Whereas you never know who. Ned, people are just offering advice. Don't 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 be like no that. No one's coming for your job, Ned. No, don't don't be like that. Well, I mean, you know, Jack is, but um, where are we here? Um, Billy says Branthwaite needs his chance this year. In and out for Keane. Um, simply get him involved. I mean, what's your take on Branthwaite? He's 21, centre-back. What, what do you do with him, Jack? I'd like to see him in the team. Mm. I understand that he maybe might not be completely ready. Mm. You know, the, the Dutch league, you see a lot of good young players coming from that league, but we also see a lot coming over and not always working out. Yeah, yeah. 
you know, he's a solid young prospect. Mm. I, I just think for me, you know, you mentioned people would be sad or, you know, be angry if he got sold before the deadline, and they definitely would be. But the other side of that coin is his value right now might not be higher. Unless he, if he gets yeah. into our team yeah, and yeah, plays yeah. most weeks, it'll yeah. increase or maintain. If he does a year on our bench being our third, fourth choice centre back, it's gonna go down. He's just had a year mm. of full first team football, you know, playing in Europe, winning a domestic cup. You know, mm. players from that league go for big money quite often. Young players, two-footed young English centre back, get a decent price on his head, and I just think, well, I definitely don't want to sell him, and I'd like to see him in the team. I think a decision needs to be made on if he's gonna feature or not this year, because if he's not, I'd cash in to be honest because mm. I, I just think his value will only go down if he doesn't play this year i'd, I'd take advantage of it that's not what i want i want yeah, him yeah. i want him to play i want him in the team but if we're not going to if sean dice does prefer michael Keane, which he, he might not necessarily you know you mentioned his press conference it's more to do with Bramthwaite's lack of pre-season if it's not just that and he prefers Keane and maybe even godfrey as well i would cash in mm. but personally put him in the team i say See, we'll see what happens, eh? We will see what happens. Uh, John says, All right, lads, I think Dacca isn't a bad signing, he's rapid and he's proven at Salzburg. And Pat is at Leicester, there's a good player in there. And he was at Salzburg, Liverpool, when he was at Salzburg, Liverpool wanted him, yeah, they did, they did want him. Um, no striker, yeah. The whole point of the whole point of that podcast is to have every different view. And many different people in football in working within football. It's not an Everton thing. So it be, might be Liverpool related that one week. It might be whoever we can get another week. It might be data analysts sometimes. It's a different one all the time. There'll be Everton ones, of course, there will be. So that's the whole point of it. Everton stuff's on this, isn't it? The other one is about for everything else. But that's fine. That's, that's up to you. Um, G-Max says the trouble is Dykes will always play Michael Keane. Really, he took him out the team last year. Should have been done a lot earlier, but he, he did make the call eventually. And mm-hmm. I get what you're saying, especially in regards to compared to a young kid who hasn't played that much in England. But, you know, Dice has his reputation and, you know, fair enough. But I think if Jared Bramford was genuinely a, clearly a better player, I think he'd eventually cave in. Mm-hmm. He'd give Keane the opportunity first, wouldn't he, to earn his place in the team and fight for it, but... I just, yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, we've been here before, haven't we? If he, if he thinks Michael Keane is, is one of his best centre-backs, then he's going to play him, isn't he? No matter what what us as fans think about or get upset with or whatever, whatever, that's what he will... Uh, that's what he'll go for. Uh, fix your update. Liverpool versus Everton. 21st of October is now a 12.30 kickoff. And West Ham versus Everton um, is now a 1 o'clock kickoff. Are we sure that that's the 29th of October? Isn't it? The... So, Balao's Liverpool the 21st then. Arato. So... There's not nine. Eight days. My apologies. My apologies. And that's one o'clock kickoff. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm just saying, like, one o'clock's mad, isn't it? That, that, 
All right, Ned. Ned's fuming. Ned's fuming. Ned's gone off on one. Ned is. He's not happy with those kickoff changes. Um, Bill says, for me, as much as Nonso would be a good addition, I'm more worried about the strike at the number nine position. Everything else is secondary for me. We have wingers in. We can get them. Um, the 25-bit knockback, go and get Beto. Um, Martin says, don't understand. Say me don't play to Mopai's strength. He's a forward. He was in on goal three times. No, it's but I just mean play. in general, the way he generally plays. He did have chances on Saturday, there's no question about it. Um, where are we? Uh, Derek says, don't agree with Nonto striking, but to say you do the same to Everton, if he came in, I don't necessarily agree. I think he only wants out of Leeds because they're relegated and staying with them could jeopardise his international aspirations. No, but when someone's done it, you wonder, obviously, if they're going to do it again, don't you? I just wouldn't be as arrogant to think, oh, you never do that to us. You've got to be open to that, haven't you? Because he's not a boyhood mm. Evertonian, is he? You know, we're an opportunity for him, you know, to advance his career. It's not mm. his dream move if he had the pick of every club in the world. Yeah. No, should it be? Mm. He's, he's not a boyhood Evertonian. No. So no. If, if he's got that in, in him and you're seeing it on display now, you are going to wonder, aren't you? Yeah, definitely. Um, Everton Viking says with Nonto I genuinely believe he could become a £60 million plus player so for me £35 million would be the most I'd pay but I'd still pay it we paid a similar amount for the Charleston and didn't regret it I think we could follow a similar pathway what I would say also is if Everton didn't believe they couldn't get him they could didn't believe they could get him they still wouldn't be trying to do so Leeds will sell but it's just be the most amount of money they can get well that that's fair enough, isn't it? Leeds have got a valuation of Everton. Don't meet it. They, they're well entitled with a lad who's got four years left to go. This is how much money we want. Don't pay not it. Not a big earner for me, no, but is he? No. So it, it's not the same as having a 50 grand a week player. No, that's, that's why he's sinners play. there. He's got, a, he's got a clause in his contract to get out. And B, he's a big earner, isn't he? Or relatively big earner compared to Nonto. Um, Steve says you think there's a chance we could get Patrick Schick with them signing Boniface possibly on loan I think he'd suit us but he was out for quite some time last season can't be buying players Steve who are out injured regularly we just can't got that already haven't we Feds it's a name change that's all uh, James says to be fair though on Saturday we kept Fulham quiet the only ad could overread with the two chances throwing Brantwaite in wouldn't hinder us at all trouble is we all know scoring goals Absolutely. Right, at two o'clock, we're going to be live on more than a game discussing everything else in the world of football, what's going on transfer-wise. If there's any breaking news regarding Everton, we will address that as well. You don't have to go anywhere. Ned is going to make sure that the transportation link will be there. So if you just leave this on, it'll send you over to more than a game. Two o'clock, we're going to get a drink and be ready to uh, to discuss again so come over hit the like button on the way out subscribe if you haven't and we'll see you all over there get over there be good